Hello and welcome back to Venture Poland podcast. I'm super proud to have my guest today with me. The company and the product is a bit of a surprise for me actually. I was about to give them a try for my own business purposes and up until a couple of weeks ago I didn't know that it is a Polish company. I have invited Agnieszka Juzwiak from uh, Click Meeting. I'm sure that some of you already heard about the company and we will obviously talk today about their state-of-the-art conferencing software and much much more. Stay tuned. Welcome to Venture Poland podcast. My name is Daniel Czachorowski and my goal is to promote Poland as a great partner in business, especially when it comes to technology. In my show, I interview Polish entrepreneurs, startup founders, managers and engineers to share some of their best insights and technology expertise so we can all learn from them. Agnieszka, thanks for accepting the invite. Um, as I said in the intro, I'm excited and proud. Um, that's the whole purpose of this podcast, to find great Polish uh, technology companies and interview people behind them. Tell us a bit about yourself first, and uh, then we will carry on with the product. Sure. Hi, Daniel. Hi, everyone. My name is Agnes. I'm a Greek Meeting Brand and Communication Director. I've been with the company for nearly 10 years now, so I saw Greek Meeting and sort of I... Uh, participated in developing Click Meeting from the very start. And it was very, very interesting to see how the software itself developed um, according to business needs, according to um, our target needs, the, you know, people who are actually using. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, I will start off with a very uh, heavy question. Right, and this I like is, heavy this, questions. <laughs> <laughs> and this question is difficult, I guess, because uh, when I first uh, stumbled upon Click Meeting as mm -hmm. a product, I completely didn't recognize that it is a Polish okay. company. So my question is, do you think that if you were to advertise the um, origin of the company openly on your website, would it make a difference for your clients? Mm -hmm. I mean... Your marketing is very um, Western, let's say. Uh, it's almost like an American company. So it's not so straightforward to figure out that you're from Gdańsk, basically. Okay, well, it, it is a tough question. However, I think uh, because we normally say, uh, and when we advertise, we say we are a global company because we offer our product globally, regardless of location. Uh, and we're proud to be Polish a company competing with the biggest uh, US brands like Zoom, Webex, etc. But coming back to the question about origin, um, about 60% of our clients are based in US. So this is what we started in 2010. Um, and because it was a different market. And I'll tell you why. Um, people in US back in 2010, uh, they knew already what webinars are. So we were sort of learning from them how to build the product and it was that moment when we were shaping how click meeting uh would look like back in 2010 in poland we were still educating uh what webinars are and how you can use sure, them sure. Uh, so that was a little bit different and up until like now the communication looks uh now a little bit similar because obviously we we were chasing that sort of US level in terms of knowledge about webinars and what you can do with webinars and online communication. So 
we are now teaching clients, regardless if they're in the US or in Poland, um, how they can use webinars or how they can use all the features available, for example, in Click Meeting, um, to reach their business goals. Uh, and it's not about, oh, we've got such and such feature, uh, but now people want to know what features to use to meet their goals. So we sort of, we are coming up with different scenarios. And to be honest, um, location, the origin, it's not very important in this case. If you know what I mean, we're making online communication global with webinars and that's what's important. Absolutely. But we are proud that we are from Poland. and we No, I, I mean, even if you go to the website, you can find out all the yeah. details about the company. So I'm just curious, you know, what's the view uh, behind it? And uh, I mm -hmm. think you've answered the question a bit uh, better than I thought, because <laughs> it is actually super important to align the strategy of the business with the client who is going to receive the uh, service. So if it was meant for uh, American citizens or American businesses, then that's the way to do it, I guess. Um, tell us a bit about the history of the company now. The team is around 50. Uh, do you recall? Oh, I would say 75. Now. 75? Okay. Yeah. Hmm, and we're okay. growing. Okay. Mm, I've counted 50 on the website, so you need to update it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's in a progress. <laughs> sure. So uh, you said that you've been with the business for about 10 years. So yeah. how it was back then? Well, I'm just curious about the beginnings, basically. Not so much about how it evolved, but just how did you manage to go through uh, some uh, difficult times maybe something that we could uh, learn from yeah well i remember when we launched that was 2010 end of the year and sort of the launch evolved into 2011 uh, because obviously we tried different things we tried to reach different sort of companies potential clients i remember the time when we had 11 clients so that was that was the beginning and it was that sort of that amount that allowed us to learn from them to get the feedback that we could actually put into the product to make it better to make it work for them because we knew who the product is for so we just needed to meet their business needs with our product knowing what they expect from the platform um so it was the time when we um were sort of deciding and running click meeting and click webinar as a part of uh get response group um so click meeting for online meetings online collaboration for up to 25 people and then click webinar for webinars for up to 1000 people uh, now, obviously, it's merged. Um, that was back in 2012, uh, I guess, when we merged it. Um, and then um, because we thought people were expecting um, one product where they can do both online meetings when they can meet face to face, you know, not do sort of Skype meetings, but do like a full collaboration, make notes, screen share, um, do surveys, chat, etc. So, you know, a few features that would support this online collaboration. And then on the other hand, it will allow them to organize events from zero to uh, 2000 people like, you know, big online presentations, webinars where you can engage people with a set of features. Um, so it was a good time at some stage where we actually had possibility to talk to each client and set their expectations, see what they need. Um, 
And then going forward, we were just evolving and learning from the market, learning from the people who were using, getting the feedback. It was a constant work on improvement. Um, and without clients, um, because we were doing it for them and we still do. So we want to make sure they get a piece of platform that they will make a use of the sure. most. So um, you're saying regardless of the size of the company who were your client back then, you would basically stay in touch with them almost on daily basis to make sure that you you get the feedback and Absolutely. Uh, understand. Yeah. I, I remember when I was uh, <laughs> I was a salesperson, I was account manager and I was a marketing person uh, for a bit. So, But that sort of allowed me to understand how to communicate versus what people actually expect. Sure. Okay. So let's just go through the evolution of your software then and some of its key features and then we will carry on with some uh, more interesting questions. Going through all of them will be quite difficult because obviously the platform is quite advanced in terms of number of, um, of features and it's because we've got different groups. We do have knowledge sharing webinars where based on your, what you know, you create content, you distribute it and you monetize it in fact. Uh, we've got people who who run sales demos, online demos for the product, like in the you know in the sales process, and for them, there are different set of features um, that are very important and must haves. And obviously, back in two thousand ten, there were different features needed uh, that support like basic communication and collaboration. Now that people are including webinars in their sales process, in their teaching processes, they need those features to be more, I'm not saying advanced, but to support the process, not the, the actual webinar. So we've got like on-demand webinars. When you run webinar, when you record it, and then publish it, and your audience can view it on demand. Because what we see is, obviously, this is a very dynamic environment. And back in the past, in the process of, of development of all webinar platforms, people are getting more interested in webinars. Uh, there are more and more webinars on the market itself. So people didn't have time to attend. And I remember, like, a couple of years back, we have, like, 40% a conversion to attendees from registrations. Now, this sort of dropped down to 10.15 because people are signing up, they register to get content they can watch on demand. So we build features around that. It's all about automation now as well. Uh, so we want people to be able to automate their webinars. So, you know, just uh, put the blocks together and automate stuff. And big uh, challenge for us was because it's live, because it's like a live organism, um, we need to make sure that the audio and video quality are the greatest. So it was a challenge because we used to be a, sort of a flash-based platform. Now we went onto WebRTC and HTML5, which gave the, the, the great quality uh, improvement on video and out audio. So, um, so I guess these are sort of in very broad description or the features that we have but obviously the, the basic features like um, surveys presentation chat etc uh, we all have that but we want to go beyond and not only show what features we have but what to use in the process for example if I'm running online meetings what features and at what stage I need to use to share my knowledge so it is a toolbox on its own but you have 
the knowledge of what your client has to accomplish to grow his business. And then this is what ClickMeeting does with all the features you give them to support their uh, sales process and other processes. Okay, um, another thing, and this is one of the main reasons actually I wanted to talk to you guys was that, well, your brand really stands out and we've already touched on it at the very beginning. The website is great, the message is there, it's very clear. You can't really come up with a great plan out of nowhere and I'm sure it was a very long process to do that. <laughs> so it's a bit of a mix of questions. So first thing, what does brand mean to you and how important it is? It's a general thing for other companies because not everyone understands the importance of it. And then how to get to where you are with it considering someone could potentially, uh, let's say, follow your guidelines here? Well, what brand means, brand is sort of attached to a product. Product without brands, um, I guess, uh, would not stand out. So product and a brand, I would say they're siblings because obviously communication is an extension of the product. If you have a great product, you can raise great brand on it, but you have to put loads of work on that. You need to create all your activities around something that solves people problems and build your brand around this. And that way, people will get attached to your brand. If they feel comfortable with what you communicate, how you position your brand, people will buy your product. And how to get where we are. Um, so were you asking me in terms of where we were sort of in the past and how we got here? I mean, just to support the question a bit, you can have a logo, mm -hmm. which is uh, like McDonald's and you almost immediately recognize what that is. You don't really need to tell anyone, okay? Everyone will know what McDonald's is. And the same with click meeting. I mean, I've seen click meeting all over the place <laughs> over okay. the course of past couple of years in a way that people were using it. And I was mm -hmm. like, okay, I know what it is. Webinars, webinars. Mm -hmm. And then when I started searching for Polish technology companies, then I stumbled upon click meeting and I realized that it's Polish. That's why I've asked the first question. Oh, that was a question. Okay. And, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, it is actually a superior branding you've got there because I mean I've worked for a couple of companies and branding and marketing was never the priority as such okay and I think that whoever's done it at click meeting he's done a great job All right, thank and, you. <laughs> and, 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 and I'm asking whether it was on purpose or is it just you know um, uh, uh, a matter of accidents and uh, uh, coincidence I hope not uh, no absolutely I hope not. not it's a uh, we've got uh, 15 people here working in marketing and uh, we do everything in-house. We do everything, all those sort of uh, creative ideas, they are created here and by those 15 people. And I mean, it's a great, great team. Uh, the greatest you can imagine, actually. Um, we've got our own graphic designers, video creators, so all the videos and scenarios they created here. So like I said, we've got an experience of a couple of years now <laughs> that allow us to see what works and what doesn't and how we want our brand to be seen uh, outside. And obviously it was based on trials and errors at the beginning because we have no data. We, have, we had no campaigns that we could potentially compare to. And obviously the environment, the whole 
you know, the competitor spectrum uh, was evolving so quickly. So that was our benchmark as well. We know sort of what content is being read, what content our audience needs. Uh, so that's sort of those are the insights. Plus, obviously, we've got great competitors and we always learn from them because obviously they watch the market. They develop their product as well. Obviously, they might be targeting different different groups. But yeah, you know, just looking at it very, very widely, that's... Um, um, and see what works, what doesn't. And sometimes all the activities, they're not all about sales. Um, it's about, you know, being your brand visible um, in a good light and being sort of, uh, oh, click meeting. I know these are the guys from for, that do webinars and supported clients with great education. So that's um, that's a hard work and very, very long process. To be honest with you, I think one of the key differentiators is that you actually have people in-house doing marketing and it's not let's say one person it's 20 percent of the company <laughs> so uh, i think that's a very very big uh, takeaway for uh whoever is gonna yeah but uh, mm. i must say because obviously um, we do have marketing but we've got like customer success team and um what we normally how we norm normally communicate is that we are very flexible and we are sort of very open to our customers we don't have bots. So that's why the response rate and satisfaction rate is very, very important for us. And we try to improve. And the second is our sales team, who is also making sure that whatever client is needing at this moment and he can't buy it through the website, they are there. Uh, they make customized solutions. So obviously our online sales is just a part of the business and uh, the second part is the sales that are being made by by people in the sales department that you know working on the customized solutions for our clients so i guess i guess the combination of all these teams is making the product great and obviously the product itself and the teams are working on this on the development brilliant so if you were to hand over your role to a new person and uh, just to recap, mm -hmm. you're a brand and communications director at Click yeah. Meeting. As a mentor, what would you say to him or her as a general guideline? I mean, we've already touched about a um, couple of things, but something that stands out in your role that's super crucial for Click Meeting. Um, well, if you're doing marketing, always listen to your customers. Always optimize the, the activities that you do because the expectations may change and they will be changing. So you need to constantly, you need to constantly watch, watch this space and optimize your activities towards it. And again, listen to your customers, uh, ask them questions, be in touch with them. Um, and the main one, if you plan activities and they don't bring results, just drop them. Um, just if they don't bring the results they expect, just drop them. Don't, don't expect it will change in, in time. Just optimize or drop. Brilliant. So, yeah. Okay. Now I would like to ask some questions from a startup standpoint. Mm -hmm. SMEs versus corporate clients. Um, and I'll just double check. You said you remember times when you had 11 customers. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> As a startup, was it easier for you guys to go after the SMEs uh, via the online channel or... Was it 
easier for you to support bigger companies? Oh no, we uh, no, we didn't reach for the bigger big companies. Uh, oh, you didn't. Okay. Oh no, um, sort of the first clients we had, what they were like small to medium businesses, and we spoke to them. Obviously, we didn't feel we are ready, so we thought we we learn from those who are using. Uh, to be able to improve our offer to reach uh, bigger companies. And it it came naturally then. As we were developing the platform, bigger, bigger companies started to get interested in the platform. And this is how, we, that, how it evolved. I'd recommend reaching out to those who you can serve. You can be very ambitious, but, you know, you can get a big contract very easily, but you can easily lose it if if something goes wrong. Especially for those big companies, it's very important the security, um, all the sort of um, you know, features, and you know their expectations as well. But um, yeah, so that was that was the process, and we sort of we we didn't choose to who target first. The people were coming naturally, and then as we were developing and improving the platform. We, we could feel more comfortable reaching bigger clients. All right, uh, another one and another heavy one. What's missing in the Polish tech scene, uh, in your opinion? You're a Polish company. We can all agree that you are successful, okay? Uh, already, obviously, um, obviously, uh, I wish you all the best for the future and um, I hope that the company will grow. But as of today, what do you think are the key differentiators, if you were to name a few, between you and another company which is maybe not doing so well in the same spectrum of services? I, um, I wouldn't say something is missing in the Polish tech scene. Um, you know, there are a couple of uh, perhaps cultural differences, but I think we could be sort of more brave, more out there. And not to be ashamed that we are Polish companies. We shouldn't have that complex of, you know, we are from, from Poland, so we perhaps uh, um, different or worse even. But no, absolutely not. Um, we've got great ideas. We just need to share them and not be afraid of this. I remember when I used to live in the UK and I was starting my startup adventure then back in 2007 and eight, and there were meetups where people were actually developing their ideas. But during those meetups, they were actually putting the idea out there uh, without fear that someone will steal the ideas. Like, listen, I've got an idea. What do you think of it? What would be missing? So that was before they actually launched it they were asking other entrepreneurs, yeah, what they think and what's missing. Hey, how can I improve my product to actually sell it? Uh, so that was, that, was, uh, uh, that was great. And, you know, it was very open and people were not afraid to share their ideas. Um, and then I remember when I came back to Poland and people had, had their ideas, but you didn't hear about them. And I don't know because were they afraid to share them? Or, I don't know, they, they didn't believe in them, perhaps. But now, no, I, I wouldn't say we're behind or or we've got great ideas that can be put out there. We just need to do it. Okay, so we need to be a bit more brave. We need to be a bit more open then. Absolutely, Brilliant. yeah. <laughs> Final one. What did you learn as a person that you feel makes the most impact on the company? Well, um, a very important thing is don't assume that you are meeting business goals of your uh, of your target group. Don't assume, just check it, ask them why are they using the product and what makes it 
that they are with you. Uh, so always ask and always, like I said at the beginning as well, don't set and forget. Um, keep asking and uh, make sure you're constantly improving and optimizing for your client's business needs because it's your product that will solve their pains and you have to approach it like that. So if you figure out the how it will solve your target audience pains, then you're there. So communication is the key. Absolutely. Brilliant. And you hear it from a brand and communication director, so it's true. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Aga, it was a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much. I run out of questions. I'm sure I could uh, come up with uh, many more. But yeah, thank you very much for coming to the show and all the best. Thank you.